Welcome to the TCW Investment Insight Podcast. I'm Noemi Deschen, Portfolio Specialist for the TCW Relative Value Group. The past year has been very high volatility in the equity markets, driven by a number of big issues in the US and global economy. We are currently experiencing a 40-year high in inflation in the US. The Fed and, and other global central banks are raising rates in a synchronized fashion to combat inflation. We are still experiencing COVID-related supply chain issues, just to name a few. I'm joined by Diane Jaffe, Senior Portfolio Manager for the TCW Relative Value Group, to discuss how she views equity markets as we close out 2022 and enter 2023. Diane has been a Portfolio Manager since 1992 and brings great perspective and insights into how investors should think about the current environment. Diane, thank you very much for joining and sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Naomi. The big stories of this year, uh, it's clearly everybody's talking about inflation and, and rising rates. With all of the cycles you've seen, how should equity investors think about the current environment? And, and what is your best case scenario for inflation and rates for 2023? I think investors should think about the current environment in terms of opportunity. There is a wealth of opportunity out there in terms of investments and uh, where we can allocate money. That's important. Uh, and the backdrop that you uh, beautifully surmised, summarized here is that we have peak inflation and high interest rates. And where are we going from here? Our perspective is that uh, we have reached the peak in the United States in terms of inflation. All the leading indicators that led us into very high inflation environment are starting to roll over and quite hard. For example, the Baltic Freight Index is back to pre-pandemic levels. The Mannheim Used Car Index is uh, down to pre-pandemic levels. We have seen gas prices uh, really roll over for automobile drivers over the last couple of months. And that's... Um, going to feed into the lagging indicators for inflation like the CPI and the PCE. We also believe that given that backdrop and premise in terms of inflation, that the Fed is now uh, entering a period of time where they can slow down, maybe even pause to see the impact of what their work has been so far on the U.S. economy. And, uh, and we've seen it started to take hold in terms of the home sales are, are slower. And we've seen also some indices in terms of manufacturing and the economy just trip a little bit below um, the level of where it's economic expansion or deceleration. You know, I hear you. I, I, clearly, inflation, um, CPI is a lagging indi indi indicator, but I think people are very worried about a recession, of course. And whether we enter a technical recession or not, uh, we are clearly seeing pullbacks in hiring, capex, and we are seeing uh, other signs of, of slowing. Given the, the signs of slowdown, are there sectors that are, should be better insulated than others? In the beginning of the year, we were quite adamant about being overweight in the healthcare sector because it, we felt that we had a really beautiful combination of valuation meeting innovation. On a company-by-company -company basis, we track um, research and development spend as a premise for how a company can be competitive in uh, new markets and new products. And we were seeing an acceleration in that on a company-by-company -company basis, but aggregating uh, overall into the industry. And valuations were unbelievably attractive. So um, that's been a very important part of the portfolio. We think that 
being overweight industrials at this point in time is smart because there are um, a lot of efforts by major companies and the U.S. government to attract new manufacturing to U.S. shores. And uh, this is a renaissance, really, in terms of industrials here in the United States. And I think on a one-by-one basis, it's uh, led us anyway to have an overweight in industrials. And um, as of today, are you seeing any opportunities in IT and communication services? Our base case uh, for the relative value strategies is we're always going to have exposure to the major economic sectors. However, if a sector is very expensive, we will not find as many company names, so we'll tend to be underweight. And that's true with IT today. I think something that that, uh, everyone should pay attention to, though, is there's going to be a reconstitution of the uh, technology group uh, whereby the fintech companies like PayPal and MasterCard and Visa, Fiserv, et cetera, are going to be moving out of IT and into financial services probably at the end of March of 2023. And I think this is going to create some excitement in the financial sector, and uh, this is one area that we think investors should be really focused in for new ideas. It's very interesting. Thank you. And um, what about supply chains? What what are management teams saying uh, about their supply chain status? So we talk to managements all the time. This is something that we measure and monitor in our group. And supply chain issues have been really relevant in terms of uh, the cost of goods and getting products to meet inv- uh, consumer demand. So uh, one of the th- early indicators uh, for supply chain disruption was the ports in the West Coast, particularly the Los Angeles port, had scores scores of uh, cargo container ships just waiting to unload. And uh, that has now dissipated so that literally there are less than 10, I think last count was four, uh, waiting to be unloaded in the port of LA. So when we talk to company managements in the industrial space, they're saying that um, they're seeing much less anxiety with their supply chain managers in terms of getting goods uh, to uh, where they need to be on time. And an important um, act of Congress uh, to avert the rail strike um, just this past week is also uh, lowered the temperature in terms of um, disruptions before the holiday season. And uh, also, uh, can, can we talk about the U.S. consumer? How is consumer spending holy? up in this uh, holiday season and uh, and what are, what are what are your expectations for next year so the consumer is uh, really the pivot point uh, Jamie Diamond for example said that uh, from what they contract and he's been supported in this by Brian Moynihan from Bank of America that the consumer has accumulated savings uh, that should last through uh, the second quarter of 2023. And of course, we know that um, you know employment is very, very strong still, and that's bringing cash in the door uh, for most consumers today. However, there is a, a story to be told in terms of the haves and have-nots. If you look at high-end companies like Ralph Lauren or Toll Brothers, which just reported that sells uh, homes um, that traded between 800,000 and 900,000, they're saying there's still strong demand for these high-end goods. But if you listen to Target or Walmart or maybe some of the dollar stores, they're they're worried about uh, their consumers um, over the short and intermediate time. That being said, consumer discretionary is such an important 
part of the U.S. indices, and there is so much um, uncertainty about the direction. We think that this is a good place to be looking now for new ideas, because if the companies have the balance sheets and the right products, they these will be the leaders coming out of any slowdown. It's very interesting, and um, can can we can we talk about value versus growth? Uh, clearly, value stocks have outperformed very significantly year to date. Uh, what do you attribute that to, and why do you think it's going to continue next year? So the markets really are. Uh, led by the underlying earnings of companies uh, in those indices. And there was a major trend change in the fourth quarter of 2021 when the value-oriented companies in the indices started reporting stronger revenue growth and stronger earnings per share growth than their titular growth counterparts. And that has continued uh, into 2022, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and expectations are for the fourth quarter as well. And that's why you have seen um, this really significant outperformance of value versus growth. We expect this to continue because even with this powerful move in value year to date, growth uh, indices are still trading above their 10-year averages. And um, whereas value index is measured by the Russell 1000 value is actually selling at a 10 to 15% discount uh, to its 10-year average. So um, as we talked about earlier, um, if you can find value and opportunity, um, that's a great place to be. And that's why we believe we're in the early innings still of a value super cycle. Well, Diane, thank you so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Do you have any any final thoughts for t- 2023? It's good to be diversified. It's good to stay invested. The commentary that I always share with my clients is that if you miss uh, three of the best days of the year, you're going to have subpar returns. We've also seen uh, statistics that demonstrate that 70% of the best days in the stock market's year occur within two weeks of the worst days. So um, clearly for your uh, longer-term money, you want to stay invested. Thank you very much, Diane. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, if you have any questions, um, reach out. Thank you again. This material is for general information purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. TCW, its officers, directors, employees, or clients may have positions in securities or investments mentioned in this publication, which positions may change at any time without notice. While the information and statistical data contained herein are based on sources believed to be reliable, we do not represent that it is accurate and should not be relied on as such or be the basis for an investment decision. The information contained herein may include preliminary information and or forward-looking statements. Due to numerous factors, actual events may differ substantially from those presented. TCW assumes no duty to update any forward-looking statements or opinions in this document. Any opinions expressed herein are current only as of the date made and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results.